Coming up in this podcast, shopping centre expansions, decentralising government agencies, apartment battles, asbestos dramas and lithium heads out corporate finance feature. Welcome to Mark My Words, the weekly podcast from Business News with Mark Panel and Mark Beyer discussing the important business news and data stories from Western Australia. Hi, I'm Mark Panel, And I'm Mark Beyer. Welcome to our weekly podcast. So, Mark, some major news in property, um, but maybe first let's just recap federal politics and some good news in iron ore. Yeah, well, look, we finally have confirmation that we have a federal government, a coalition re-elected by the slimmest of margins, um, still one seat undecided as we speak, but, yeah, a slim margin to the coalition. Uh, so that's a good news for, uh, for business and the economy. The other piece of interesting and surprising news, the iron ore price, keeps on showing surprising resilience, up around 58 US dollars a tonne. And at that level, most people are just solid. The ones that are still in business are still solid. So some pretty reasonable news there. Absolutely. And and I'm thinking uh, $58 at that price, US dollars, it's closing in on that $80 a tonne mark, which most people thought was break-even two or three years ago when, when mining was expensive. All those miners have ripped their costs right down. So you know, it's actually, it can't be too bad out there, hopefully, hopefully. Um, now, a few property developments worth mentioning, Karen Up Shopping Centre and some action up in the north. Yeah. Uh, AMP Capital came out and announced that Brookfield Multiplex had won the gig to do the big Karen Up Shopping Centre expansion, $600 million job. So yet another win for Brookfield Multiplex. They're doing very well in this market. And one of several very large shopping centre expansions, Uh, you look around Perth, uh, Garden City, Mandurah, Galleria, Carousel, most of the big ones um, are planning and very advanced with very large expansions. So a little bit of activity there. And that's catching up with uh, population growth, presumably. And also a, a belated response to planning changes which allowed these very large centres to get even bigger. There had been a cap in place, and it's taken a while for that to flow through, but now having an impact. And the other good news for property, the state government has been talking for a long time about shifting some of its agencies out of the CBD. There was an announcement during the week that Department of Parks and Wildlife is moving down to Bunbury, 300 people, so good news for Bunbury. And then an even bigger one uh, up at Joondalup, Prime West is doing a development up there, and that will house three state government agencies, 800 people. So uh, a long-term strategy uh, finally starting to bear fruit. Mm. And when I said north, I meant Joondalup, by the way. Very Perth-centric comment, that one. Uh, Now, staying with property, uh, an apartment developer in South Perth has hit a major roadblock. Yeah, look, there's a, a, a very messy planning imbroglio in South Perth. Uh, There's several big apartment towers underway there, and this followed a new planning scheme that was put in place to, in fact, encourage exactly this kind of development. And one of the reasons was that if there's a higher density of population there and more development that would support a train station being developed at South Perth, there's been a big backlash in the community, there are new councillors, they're trying to change the planning scheme, and caught in the middle of this is Gavin Hawkins' business, Edge Visionary Living. They've got their Lumiere project. They initially had approval. Uh, Now they don't have approval. It went before the development assessment panel. They've knocked back the latest version, uh, even though it appears to be compliant with the current planning scheme 
but not what the council wants to bring in. So threat there of going before the State Administrative Tribunal. So look, a very messy situation and uh, it's a major concern for property, develop- property developers uh, yeah, given right. this sort of judicial and, and sort of regulatory uncertainty. Yeah, just what you need when the market's a bit, you know, iffy itself. Anyway, let's wait and see for that one. Uh, and wait, there's more. Another property story, the drama around the Perth Children's Hospital. Yeah, look, this was a, a big surprise and, and a big concern. Um, asbestos discovered in one of the roof panels. Uh, John Holland is the developer there. Uh, they'd been you know, a very big player, and but they've had you know, a series of problems at this project. It's taken longer than expected. It's cost more. And, and they've had to replace some of the uh, materials there. They've had issues with subcontractors and now discovering that roofing panels supplied by a, a very large Chinese business that, in fact, supplies building projects all around the country and, in fact, internationally. So a major concern. And the panels were, in fact, tested three years ago, were found to be compliant. So they'd gone through all the normal testing and at that point in time, they got the tick. But now, as a result of workers doing some drilling, then really by chance, they've discovered there is in fact asbestos in these roof panels, which will all need to be replaced. State government is now saying, well, this same company supplied Fiona Stanley Hospital, Perth Stadium. Um, there's an issue with a project in Brisbane with the same company. So major concern there, and there's going to be a very careful look at what's been going on here and where the problem arose. And I might just add, having been down at the hospital yesterday and participated in a very long and detailed press briefing, it's one of those examples where as a journalist I read with some alarm what appears in other publications. Some very, I mean, this is a serious issue, no doubt about it, but not as alarmist and melodramatic as you might think from reading other media. A serious issue, but you know, let's keep some perspective on things. Yeah, well, you know, it's politics, isn't it? You bring politics into development and you get that kind of thing. Having said that, they've uh, you had the aluminium cladding issue in Melbourne and, you know, there are some issues with this material. What, what surprises me is that what, why are the Chinese got asbestos, you know, why are they putting asbestos in any building products? You would think that the lessons of the Western world for the last 30 or 40 years might have... Uh, prompted them to leave that out of their building materials. Hmm. You would think so. Now, uh, our big feature this week, just finally getting away from property briefly, uh, corporate finance, looking at the June quarter, lithium, lithium and lithium. Is that right? And a bit of gold and and the odd other thing in there. So, look, it's our quarterly update. We've got uh, very detailed data on our BNIQ search engine. So it's all available there on the Business News website if people want to interrogate the data. There's there's, uh, literally hundreds of deals that we've got there for the June quarter, um, as well as lots of historical data. So you can see exactly who's raised money, who's done takeover deals, who their advisors are. Uh, But yeah, the big theme is the, the, the boom in lithium stocks. And we had a really good talk to Ken Brinston, who heads Pilbara Minerals. So they're one of the companies that's leading the charge. Uh, They've got a project up in the Pilbara, and Ken's given us some very detailed insights. He's very bullish, as you might expect, on the longer-term prospects for lithium, but he articulates some very good reasons why there's a long-term future here. 
and it's all tied into lithium-ion batteries, which are best known for appearing in um, electric cars, but there are many other applications, and he sees a very bright long-term future there. So Pilbara Minerals, Galaxy Resources, Neometals, and lots of other wannabes, there's some encouragement there. Glad to hear it. And like you say, that's all for the show, but go online and see all the details. Uh, Database goes back to 2010. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Mark My Words with Mark Powell and Mark Bayer from Business News. For more information, please go to businessnews.com.au forward slash podcasts. And to receive these regularly, search for Business News WA in iTunes or SoundCloud.